Pashas Pashas Re'e is a very overwhelming Parsha full of beautiful mitzvahs and beautiful inyonim and we draw from this Parsha to read on the Yom Tovim the almost every Yom Tif, we read a portion from this Parsha because it does talk about the Yom Tovim but besides talking about the Yom Tovim it talks about our attitude as we've been learning in, in Chavos Avavos our attitude towards life and towards our, our profession and mitzvahs and it always falls out around Rosh Chodesh Elul this parsha of, of Re'ei Re'ei, Shaftim all the, all, it always, talk, always falls out around Rosh Chodesh Elul so therefore it has a, a very meaningful uh, way of looking at it and, and that's how the parsha begins on page 998 Re'ei see I present before you today Bracha Uklola Re'ei in the singular and Chazal, Chazal point out why it starts off with the singular Re'ei see in the singular and then Lefnei Chem in the plural it should be either both in the plural or both in the singular why does it change? So many, all the Mephorshim, without, uh, without, uh, you know, without exception, talk about this. And, 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 but the, one of the basic ideas in, in talking about Parshas Re'ei, um, why it starts up in the singular Re'ei, and then Lefnechem, Hayoim, Brocho, Klola, because blessing and curse are very subjective. They really, is it an, it's an individual way of looking at something. Re'e, your outlook, which is usually reflective of your attitude towards something, you can see the same thing, and you can see it as blessing, or you can see it as curse. And, and, and the difference would be what your attitude is. We were talking on the Chavis Avavos. We've been learning in Shabbat Bittachon towards the end of Paragimel. We we we, ra- we uh, finished up Paragimel. Fascinating. Why a person has to work for a living? Why does it have to be so uh, so difficult? And why some people's uh, challenges are more than others? And 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 how does a pr- even the pursuit of of uh, searching for a job and an occupation is is so difficult? But we have to see that also in a way as a blessing because within that search, within that discovery, we discover about ourselves. We discover our talents, we discover our abilities and abilities that we might not have known that we have, where they lie, whether in, the, in, the, in, in, in this in the creative realm, in the physical labor realm, in the practical realm, and we find out a lot about ourselves, and that becomes our blessing. There's no greater blessing than a person's self-discovery. And this is really what the Sipuno starts off in this week's Parsha. In the beginning of the Parsha, the Sipuno says, Re'ei, see in front of yourself there lies two choices. Two choices for life. 
Bracha uklola. What, there's nothing in between? <laughs> Bracha is the, is, the, is the extreme in the good side, and klola is the curse. Other, these are the two extremes. What, there's nothing, nothing in between, says, says the Sipuno, that's correct. Habita urei, gaze and look. Don't be going after mediocrity. Look for your own greatness, for your own bracha, and if you don't, then it's it's a, it's a, it could be the opposite of bracha. But search for your own greatness. That's what the bracha, the, and you can find that. And if you don't, then you've created the opposite of bracha because we're not meant. And he says we, we as Jews. are not just run-of-the-mill um, people who are just sliding and, and just going along with the times. We are built and created for greatness. This is, what, this is how he starts off. And that's why, that would answer why it's uh, Re'eh in, in the singular, because it's an individual evaluation. And the bracha um, is going to be for unique for each individual person um, and when they find that so then they will see that this is a blessing for them which gives them two things it gives them a fulfillment in their own greatness and it gives them the ability to be able to appreciate and and help and encourage other people in their greatness their greatness or their success doesn't diminish my importance or my success you know the you know the schools that 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 uh, mark with the curve. So all you gotta do is make sure no one else does better than you. Then you get an A. But that's a disaster <laughs> because it creates a, the worst kind of competition, a competition that no one could do better than me. But when on the contrary, if I want everybody to succeed, because I believe that Akash Baruch has placed in front of every single individual success and failure and no one else's success takes away from my success and no one else's failure makes me or can make me look good it's only that's superficial that someone else makes me look good because try it try running a business hiring people that are that are less less efficient than you you won't have a business you look you look great. You'd be the smartest guy. Everybody be lining up to ask you questions. How do you do this? And how do you do this? How do you do this? But you won't be able to get any work done. But you'll feel great. You might feel great a little bit at the end of the day. Everybody needs me. You hire, but you have to be a great person for that. You have to understand that greatness, your greatness, no one else in the world can take away. That's where the Chavuzlova says the bitachon of occupation. Plays, still plays a great role, even though I went after something that I'm interested in, even though I went after something that I'm good at, and something that I have a natural tendency for. Still, I have to understand that there's bitachin, because I can't feel someone else or anybody else can take away what's destined for me. That's the, that's the ABC. If a person wants to have bracha or klala, he has to re, he has to look into his individuality and his, to find his success. Now Elul, we say Rosh Chodesh Elul is, is a 40-day process 
the 40 days we know always has a, a, a connection with the 40 days that Moshe Rabbeinu went up to be Makabal the Torah three times 40 days but it was 40 days um, parts, you know, sections of time why, Where's what's the 40 days so 40 days is what the Gemara tells us that the, it's it's the it's the days of of renewal. It's the days of Yitzirah Savlad, a child in its initial stages of formation, is forty days. Forty days, you know, the Gemara tells us that forty days. Uh, uh, there, there's there's um, there's a certain uh, Basco that comes out and tells a person who is. Who is Bashertes, and there's a 40 day, and therefore the 40 days between Rosh Chodesh Elul and Yom Kippur are days of renewal. Yom Kippur is the day when, we, when Moshe came down with the last set of Luchos, we know. So these 40 days, which was marked by blowing of the shofar, which will start on Sunday, right? We'll start on Sunday. Um, you know, is is a day of recognizing and and the, the initiation of this day of this this time period of renewal. It's a time period of renewal that goes from Rosh Chodesh Elul, and we know historically this was the the time when Moshe Ben went up for the third forty days to receive the 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 second luchos, which of course people ask the question, well, he learned it the first time. And he was there a second time to beg for forgiveness. What did he have to relearn? But that's that's a good question. But uh, we there's a lot that we don't understand about the second luchos and the difference between the two, and that it's a different process, a different process. Chazara. What? Chazara. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, but it was a different luchos. The second luchos were very very different, and it created a whole different lifestyle. Um, that we live with until today, and it has mindless. You know, the, the Gemara says that uh, the Gemara says that that why were the luchos that were given on on Shavuos, why didn't they last, and the ones that are given on Yom Kippur lasted? So Chazal tell us because the first ones were given with great ceremony, great fire, thunder, lightning, and and, uh, and and therefore, it didn't last. Um, but the second ones that were given in a modest, um, we hardly know that, we hardly remember the Yom Kippur is the day that the second luchas were given. It's not focused on even the, the davening that we daven all day at, in Shul. We hardly mention, um, we don't mention anywhere that, that this is the day of Kabbalah Satora. Um, focus on the day of Slicha Mechila. As part of the Rosh Hashanah process, but it is the day that Moshe came down with the luchos, and it was done with smias, with modesty. And something that's done with modesty um, is something that lasts and has a has a kiyum. So Elul, there are many hints and ramazim to the month of Elul. Most famous one, of course, is the pasuk in Shira Shirim, Ani Ladodi Vidodi Li, that has the acronym of Elul, right? Ani Ladodi Vidodi Li, as the letters, the first letters of each word spell out Elul, 
but there there are others that are less maybe less known. The Balaturim, the Parshas Mitzavim, says that it has to do with um, a certain spiritual uh, circumcision. Umol Hashem that uh, God will help us in the end of days circumcise spiritually the Yetzahara and the and the evil inclination from our midst. And it says, Umol Hashem es levavcha ve'es levav. So those also have Rosh Tevis Elul. Es levav ve'es es levavcha ve'es levav. Twice, twice the hearts. And the same same Balaturim brings another remez from the pasuk in the in the special uh, chapter in in the uh, in Tilim that we're going to start saying on Rosh Chodesh Elul, which is David Hashem Ori Viyishi. I think it's one twenty-seven. David Hashem Ori Viyishi. We're going to say it twice a day. Nusach Svarit says it. Shachris and Mincha, and and Ashkenaz says it. Mariv and, and Shachris. But we say twice a day from Rosh Chodesh Elul till Shmini Atzeres, which is very interesting. Um, why why doesn't it stop at Yom Kippur? If it's an Elul thing, it seems that the the, the section of time it would be just like Slichas stops, even by the Svardim, <laughs> it stops <laughs> at the Yom Kippur, right? Erev Yom Kippur is the shortest Slichas. I think by the Svardim it's same. it's the same. Every day is the same. Uh, but uh, ours changes as it gets closer to Rosh Hashanah. Then our Seder Shemitshuva it's a little longer, and then Erev Rosh Hashanah is the longest, and and Erev Yom Kippur is the shortest. But it stops. The Slichas book you put it away, you kiss it, and you put it on your shelf for next year, Mitzvah Unlike unlike the Kinnis book, you know there was a minig in the so they used to throw it into Shemus every year, hoping that next year we won't need it. That's why you rarely see leather-bound Kinnis books. It would be uh, sort of uh, not right to, to invest in, in, in a, in a uh, leather-covered Kinnis book. They were here for the long term. But that's why they were always pamphlets, you know, uh, that we don't uh, put a lot of effort into them. Um, but the Slichas is Slichas. So why is that Dovr Hashem Ori stretch from, er- from Elul till Shmini Atzeres? So the, so the, the Balaturim brings a second remez to Elul from a Pasuk in that capital in, in Tilim. The capital says... Balaturim, who was the, the one who wrote the tour on the Shulchan Aruch, he writes that Rosh Tevis Elul Es Levav Es Levavchav Es Levav Rosh Tevis Elul the Kach Nogu Lahashkin Lehispalel Slichos Me Rosh Chodesh Elul Veilach like the Svarim. That's the Balaturim says. The Chain. There's another remez. Lule Hemanti Liroyis Betuv Hashem Beeretz Hachayim. Lule. Had I not believed, if I not had my faith to see the good that Hashem will bring us, 
So Lule backwards spells Elul. Lamed Vav, Lamed Aleph, which is the word Lule, and that's a pasuk in the towards the end of the of the Kapitel Kufchav Zayin Ledover Hashem Oyri Viyishi, which the Gemara is already in Rosh Hashanah Darshans. Oyri is Rosh Hashanah, and Yishi is the Yeshua is uh, Yom Kippur, so it has a it has a connection. But at the end, it says Lule. Those are the that's the word, the letters Elul. Uh, that's what Shemay Elul Ve'Elach Char Neged Hashem. My my fear is is uh, is brought brought into to Hashem. So the Gemara Brachas actually asks a question on that pasuk. The Gemara says. Lule hemanti liroyz betuv Hashem beeretz hachayim. So tonu mishmei drabiyasi. The Gemara asks, Lama nokut al lule? Why are there dots? If you look in a sefer Torah, very on occasion there are dots on top of letters. And this has to be written. It's not part of the word, obviously, but there are dots on top of the of the words. And this one has a dot on top of the lambda, on top of the vav, on top of the lambda, on top of the aleph. So lama nakud? Why are there dots? So Rashi explains whenever there's a nakud, whenever there's a dots, says Rashi lidrosh es anakuda shehi memaetes es amashmois hakasov loimar shloy dover borer hoyuloy lirois betuv Hashem. That it's not so clear for us to always see the good of Hashem. Lule is from the Lashem Imloi. It's it's sort of like a, a different way of writing Imloi. If not, I mean, we have to put in the effort in order to see Leroy's Betuv Hashem. Lule. It's not so simple. That's why there's dots on top of the a word to darshan that it's. It's a little bit held back from us. Imloi, that we don't always see the 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 dots. So Omar David Lefneash Kodesh Baruch Hu, David Amelach, when he was writing this, what was going through his mind, he says, "Rebani Shalaylam, Muftachani Bechoi, I I believe in you hundred percent. Shatam Mishalim Scharatoy L'Tzadikim Lost Lovei, that you will pay back." A reward in the world to come, loss of love in the end of days. But I don't know whether I will merit that. Because maybe I've done sins, and the sins will hold me back from getting the reward that is coming for to to righteous people. And then the Gemara ushers in the famous. Chazal by Yaakov Avinu. Even though Akharish Baruch Hu promised him that he's going to watch him and protect him, I'm going to be with you. And he told Ushmartich, I'm going to watch you. So then, why does it say that 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 Yaakov was so afraid? Vayiru Yaakov Maod. Yaakov was so afraid. What was he afraid of? So the Gemara answers, Shem Yigur Machet. He was afraid that maybe he sinned. In between, he sinned. And then the Gemara brings a third that 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 when Kal Yisrael went into Eretz Yisrael at the time of Ezra, 
This is a, actually a pasuk in 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 Oz Yashir. Ad Yavor Hashem Amcha Hashem Ad Yavor Amzukanisa. So Ad Yavor Amcha Hashem. That's Zubia Rishon. That's the first time when Kaliyisa went into Eretz Yisrael in the time of of Yeshua. They went in with tremendous success in battle. And Ad Yavor Amzukanisa Zubia Shnia. That's the second coming, the second time when they came into Eretz Yisrael in the time of. Ezra, but by Yisheni. So, Mikan Omer Chachomim that Ruliim Hoyu Yisrael Asos Lohem Neis Vimei Ezra Kedesh Shnasal Neis Yeshua. They should have had the same miraculous entrance into Eretz Yisrael in the time of Ezra, just like they had it in the time of Yeshua, where they they just knocked out all the battles and they plowed through all the all the nations. Should have been Ela Shigur Machet. But the sins of the of Jewish people held them back, and they came with much more uh, in a compromised and in a low key way in the time of Ezra. And they had to sort of, like Rashi says, um, they couldn't, have, they didn't even have permission to go by themselves. They had to wait for Koresh, who was the 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 king at the time. To let them go in, and they had to be subservient to to Koresh and Tachashverish. This was the time of you know when at the end of the Golos Bavel, and to Dayovish, who was the son of of Achashverish and Esther. But they were beholden to the non-Jewish kings. They didn't just have carte blanche like like Yeshua had. That he just went in and and the Kishbrochu made him matzliak shugar machet, and this is what this is what Lulei Hamanti is referring to. The dots on top of the letters say that you have the promise, but you're going to have to work for it. And this is the message. This I think is the message of Elul, at least one message of Elul. That yes, the, the promise and the opportunity for rejuvenation, renewal, starts in Elul, but it also begins with our having to work on it, and our having to to put in the effort to reevaluate our actions and our thoughts and our attitude for all these things. Where a give a good look, maybe it's your attitude that has pulled you down over the year to underestimate your greatness, to not be able to find your greatness, not to be able to see your successes and your failures because you don't believe in yourself. And that's the Lule Hemanti, that's what Elul is. It, it's Elul backwards, which is interesting. It says, you got to turn it around, you got to make it. It's, it means Lule, if not, I, I, I don't know where, I, in a way I don't know where I stand, but you have to turn it around, it's there. The Elul is there. The the closest that Koshbrohu always is the, is it's there. You gotta find it. You gotta sometimes turn things around and you'll see that it's right in front of you. You're the source of your blessing and the opportunity and the wherewithal and the it's right there in front of you. It's right there just gonna grab an opportunity that sets itself in front of you. And I think this is the this is one of the key messages of Elul as we start blowing the shofar, and I think this answers why we say this 
L'dover Hashem Oyri till Shmini Atzeres. Because what does Shmini Atzeres represent? Shmini Atzeres represents Torah. That's Simchas Torah. That's when we finish the Torah. It doesn't represent Shvuas. That's Shvuas. We don't finish. We don't have Simchas Torah on Shvuas for a good reason. Because Shvuas represents the establishment of the bris of the connection. Simchas Torah represents that it's our effort. We've gone through the whole Torah. We've we've undertaken that whole that whole difficult road to to find our place in Torah, to learn, to study, to you know, to grow in, in our understanding and our skills. That's what Simchas Torah is about. And that's what Dovr Hashem Ori is all about. To take the Lule, which Rashi says on the Gemara that it's referring to the second coming in the time of Ezra. It's connected with that, that but it's up to you. Maybe you you are your own stumbling block. Maybe you're the, you're the one who's standing in your own way. No one else. And when we come to that realization, we can get out of our own way. And we can see the road to, to tremendous blessing and bracha. And, and, um, and I think this is a, a very important first step to understanding what Elul is all about um, with using just a, a little bit of, of Parsha's uh, Re'eh for that matter. Okay, good shot. For, for sleep level, yeah. What happens next week? It's always, always a challenge. Challenge. Davin's for the six thirty. They have a date, which I think I want to do.